and it's an all-new Drinks Towards by... Hello. Our special guest co-host for today, Cindy, how's it going? Going good. How's it going with you? You know, living the dream, clearly. The pandemic uh, lifestyle fits me very well. Uh, I don't like to, yeah. you know, like I'm always at home, so I mean, nothing's really changed for me. It's been a while since uh, we last spoke with you. Uh, how's yeah. the, uh, you know, how's the sewing coming along? You know, it's coming along. It's um, a little more difficult than I, you know, anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm getting it. I got it. You know, I made, I've made some masks. Yeah. And um, I've gave, yeah, I gave some away. I, I gave some to friends. I'm, I'm not as quick as I want to be. I have a, I have a friend whose husband runs a big company and he saw the math that I made and he's like, Hey, do you think you can make me a hundred? And uh, you know, maybe make it 200. I'm like, I can make two a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, which, which and, that, yeah. and that's a 10 hour day. Trust. <laughs> what you do is you say, yes, I'll have them all for you next year. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, we figure, you know, when, when everything, you know, it's never going to go back to normal. So people are probably going to have to wear masks for quite a long time. So, I mean, he's probably got time to wait for me. That is know? true. <laughs> you know, I, I talked about this on the last show with David, but, you know, I, I was having mask envy for a bit because I'm walking around and I'm, I'm still doing the bandana. Uh, somebody, yeah. just, somebody just gave me a mask uh, the other day. And uh, I tried it, and it just wasn't really for me. I was just like, yeah. this is, uh, you know, my, my nose kept on coming out. Uh, it wasn't like like how the, the cooler ones are. And then I was like, man, should I buy one? So I went, and I, and I looked, and they're, they're a little expensive. They're a little pricey. They're about like 15 to 30 bucks uh, they range from. I just saw the NFL just uh, launch some new masks as well. And yeah. uh, those are pretty cool. I've been. Um, yeah, you can get three for twenty four on those. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh man! But you have to get all three of the same team. Right. You know, I think it'd be kind of cool to let you mix and match. You know. That's true, but I, I think their whole thought process is like everybody just likes one team when it comes to the NFL. I'm I'm kind of in that boat, you know. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a Charger guy, so I'll just watch the Chargers, and that's. You know, I, I would like the NFL, but I mean, if I'm going to support a team, I'm going to only support my one team. But I mean, I I don't think anybody. I think everybody should only get one team. I agree with that. But I mean, I don't need three fucking stiller masks. So that's all I was saying. You know, I could get you know one for Mark, one for whoever. You know what I mean? Well, Mark needs a stiller mask for when you guys go out. You know what I mean? So so both you guys are, are supporting true. the team. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, speaking of the NFL, I I was reading that. They're gonna still do the the games. How, uh-huh. However, they're gonna pump in like fake crowd noise into the into into the our TVs. Right, and that, right. That really made me think about like like the twelfth man. You know, the the crowd stadiums are pretty much not gonna be as hard now. I I, I guess the whole ideology of you know. Uh, home field advantage is, is pretty good, much going to be non-existent during this yeah. time. Well, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting because, you know, I mean, some states are going to open up, you know, and so I, I don't know if, like, is the NFL going to be the one that's going to create that law where 
I mean, that nobody's allowed to be there, or are they going to let the states decide? Mm. You know, it's going to be, I don't know. I mean, I know supposedly Garcetti said there will be no, no sporting events with um, spectators in the year 2020. But, I mean, the Rams just built that billion-dollar stadium. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's a lot of tax revenue, especially, you know, right now where we're hurting. You know, so I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm highly confused because I see both sides of everything. You know what I mean? I, I don't think we should rush it because I think that, you know, I mean, 1,800 cases were new cases yesterday in Texas because they rushed it. I mean, do we rush it? I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't have an answer. Do you? I, I don't know. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. That, that's, you know, my, my akin to that. But my answer is uh, a, a, a very cool one is okay. I want there to be fans, but I only want the ones that bought season tickets because if you, if you bought season tickets, it makes that seat much more valuable. But not only that, you can truly social distance, whereas like one person gets an entire road to themselves. And then, you know, you, you can do like, uh, three rows back could be the next person. So I think that would be a lot more cooler and a uh, crazier experience. And if you're a season ticket holder, you could try. Well, I mean, I get that, but, but those season ticket holders are going to sell off those tickets because they're going to be worth millions. I mean, you know. Right. But, uh, uh, again, I'm looking at the season ticket holder and, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm rewarding them. In, in a way, uh, saying, hey, you can either come to the game or sell it and, and make some money, you know, for for you. And I think that would be a, a, a happier, a happy medium. And that would, again, make being a season ticket holder a much more valuable thing later on in the future, just in case anything like this happens. Right. But then again, aren't you aren't you um, catering to the wealthy like everybody else is? That's not true because there are some season no, it is tickets. True because there are people that can't afford season tickets and they're like, okay, I'm going to save up and be able to go to one game this year. And then all of a sudden I can't even go because only season pass holders can go. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's just, I, I feel like there's such a, there's such a divide in this country when it comes to money that, that, that would add to it. Maybe we can have a, um, uh, like you know, like a for the kids section, but like for like the other people section or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, those are just those are just my thoughts. Again, I'm I'm just thinking of oh, what about what about a lottery? What about a lottery? That'd be you know fun. I mean? That'd be fun. Yeah. And but only you know? only you have you you have to be a fan of that team because of course there's going to be away yeah. games and stuff like that. So right, it'll definitely be interesting. Uh, to see what happens and moving forward with that. What else has been going on with you? Have you? Have you I've heard that you've been doing uh, tons of walking lately. I have been. I've been doing a ton of walking. I've been walking, uh, walking with nowhere to go. <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> yeah. I have been walking. I mean, I just you know trying to get out and just do something. In the first couple of weeks of this of this pandemic, I was really I don't know, man, I was I was in a slump. You know, I didn't I couldn't sleep, my insomnia kicked in and 
I mean, I'd take a sleeping pill at two in the morning because I hadn't been able to sleep, but then I'd sleep till two o'clock in the afternoon. And it was just, it was bad. I just felt myself going down a hole. You know what I mean? Wow. That's crazy. I mean, I wouldn't expect that from you. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I just, it's weird for me too, because I feel like, and I don't, I don't know, because, like, I feel like I'm more of an introvert with an extrovert's job. Right. So staying at home is not real hard for me, but I think I don't, I don't think that's the part that was getting to me, that the unknown is what's bothering me. You know what I mean? The uh, the unknown of going back to work or? Yeah, I mean, are we, are we going to have jobs? Are we going to, I mean, you know, are my kids going to have their jobs? Are they going to be able to sustain? I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, my son's job is he's a, he's a trainer, a, a manager, a training manager at a gym. I mean, I don't know that he's going to have a job when he goes back. You know what I mean? Just as a mom, you just start thinking about, you know, and if you let your mind go, it's going to go. You know, and, and I was having trouble r- reeling my mind back in for a little while. Well, but you're... But then we started kind of social distancing with, with some friends and I was able to kind of get out of the house and, and talk about how I feel and realize that other people feel the same way. I mean, so we keep our circle real tight and the people that we social distance with, they do too. So, you know what I mean? Like we, like we've got a group of like maybe eight friends that, that we'll go see, you know, not, not go see because I mean, I'm including my family members in that. You know what I mean? Because. Nobody's been to my house other than family. But when I go, like I'll go over to somebody's house, but it's the same people that I'm going to their house once a week. But we're we're not like sitting next to each other, you know. We're like totally social distance. No, really. I mean, we're like you know social. I mean, we've gotten we've gotten closer. Like the first time we went over, that there were six feet apart. You know, we were all drinking and having fun. But then you know, then the next week we get a little closer, a little closer. Now it's like whatever. We're all close. You know what I mean? But but their social just like we're the only other people they see too. I think that's the way it's gonna be for a while. I think you hit it on the head with that. I think we're all just gonna uh, pick our little tribes that we can go see, and and that's just gonna be yeah. it for a bit, you know. Yeah. It's it's well. I mean, I have I have other friends that I'd like to see, but they're but they're not doing things the smart way, and I can't have that. I mean, I, I feel like I didn't I haven't sat at home since March fucking eleventh to have you come over to my house because you're an idiot and get all of us sick. You know what I mean? You believe that this virus is real, right? Yes. Right, because yes. I, I I have a lot of people that like um, Instagram me or they. Uh, Facebook message me uh, saying that they don't believe that it's that that this is real. I have a lot of conspiracy people, and you know, yeah. I, I, I'm one of those people that I will listen to both sides and and right, figure right. it out uh, on my own. Mm-hmm. But it's really tough when I'm being bombarded, uh, you know, not daily, but I want to say it's it's about every other day with a, a conspiracy or they're sending me a video. Uh, about what's going on yeah. here, you know, and I'm just like, you know, anybody can make a freaking YouTube video, you know what I mean? And and that right there to me, the moment it's like, you need to watch this YouTube video, I have to go, no, because it's just not, it's not, a, a, an actual doctor is not going to flip and make a YouTube video, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And people, but people are looking for something and I get it. They're trying to figure it out. And, but for me, those people, somebody in their family is going to have to get it in order for them to believe it. And I don't, and, and it's sad, and I don't wish that on them, but I don't see any other way around it. 
And, and, and they're like, oh, well, it's a power grab. But who's grabbing the power? Who is it? The, the, the right's blaming the left, the left's blaming the right. And the last time I checked, the right was in charge. So how are the right blaming the left when the right's in charge? Who's, who's grabbing the power? Well, I, I, I'm just, I get, I'm so confused, you know? Yeah. The other thing too is they're trying, uh, to, make it, they're trying to make it a socialist country. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see that at all. Uh, I mean, I think we all should. Be, uh, does that mean that they're going to send back their stimulus checks that they got and the unemployment that they're getting because you don't want it to be a socialist, you know, country? I mean, it, I mean, you can't have it both ways, right? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I got my stimulus check, and I'm like, the only thing this is uh, stimulating is my my rent. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, I. Wait. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I was just, you know, anyway, um, moving on. Uh, we have a big show for you today. Uh, we have a special guest uh, that we are going to bring in in just a couple minutes. Uh, and uh, we're going to do a little something a little bit more different, uh, which is uh, what I like. So uh, thanks for tuning in uh, to the show. Um, uh, one last question. I hear that you've been drinking watermelon beer as well. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's you know I this I started drinking this at um, domestic barbecue and I'll point it was the first time I had it and it's called to hell or high watermelon and it is so good and I've even like looked you know because I ordered the beer for the for the cove I've even looked to try and figure out who carries it mm. so that we could like bring it in and like have everybody try it because I mean it is really good I mean if you're a girl and like a lot of girls don't like beer you know what I mean like ah, I don't like the beer. If they tasted this, they'd like it. And it's, but it's a wheat beer too, so guys like it too. You know what I mean? Because you know, guys like a little bit more of that taste. I mean, not. Just, I shouldn't be saying that. It's not a guy girl thing, but you know what I mean. You know, it's funny. I <laughs> went right now to go get some beer uh, for the show, and uh-huh. I, I, you know, I went to um, uh, Circle A, right uh-huh. next to the Cove. You know, and I'm talking to the guy. And uh, I run into uh, Romero. Oh, okay. That was cool. That was that. I I've been running into people just here and there. So right. Was he wearing a mask? Yeah, he was wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm gonna make you one, Albert. Okay, I'm down. See the ones, the ones that I've made, um, because I have trouble with the ones that go around your ear because I wear glasses. Right, me too. It knocks my glasses off. So then I figured I have to loop my glass. So the ones that I made are like the ones that the doctors wear. One ties around your the top of your head, and the other one ties around your neck. Yeah, because when I wear when I wear just like the the normal masks that like everyone's like doing or whatever, like that one that that I, uh-huh. I got. Uh, yeah. Same thing. It, it was messing up my my glasses, or like then like it'd be fogging up my glasses. So yeah, yeah. The ones the ones I made are are, are not. They don't do that, and I don't know why. Well, I know why they don't because they don't go around your ear. They actually stay, and I don't. I, mean, I don't know, but I must have did something right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, mean, that, I can't tell you why it works. <laughs> right, that that for sure is a great selling point too. So, well, you know what? I number one, it, it started out because they they're sold out of elastic. You can't get elastic anywhere. When I first started doing this, because everybody's making them, 
because the elastic is what goes around your ear. But then they started making these things that you hook the elastic through because the doctors and the nurses' ears are hurting because they're wearing these masks 12, 16 hours a day. And the elastic is pulling on their ears. So then they're making these things to hook the elastic in so it doesn't hurt them. And I'm thinking, why don't we just, you know, bypass the elastic and start tying them around your head like back in the old days. And then you'd like, if you if you could take it off, you only have to untie one. You could still leave it hanging around your neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that that makes complete sense. I'm surprised it worked out. Yeah, surprised no one else has thought about it. But leave it up to you. You know, outside the no, no, no. There, there. I believe me. I didn't think of it myself. I I just saw other people. You know, I had to get directions. <laughs> right. Had to get instructions. I'm. I'm. Believe me. I mean, I've t- attempted to throw the sewing machine several times. <laughs> Mark, Mark stopped me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that was his gift to you, right? He's just like, look, I got right. You. right. <laughs> He's, he he was I, I had on headphones and I was watching YouTube trying to learn how just just to you know thread it because I don't know anything about it. It was like my first day and he was in the living room like doing something, but apparently he had turned everything off so he could just hear me because I was going fuck you fuck. <laughs> he goes, it was just so much more fun listening to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> All right. Well, well funny. let me um, call uh, Mark then. And uh, okay. let's see if he answers. So hold on one second while we call Mark. Uh, and he's the guest. Uh, shocker. I know. Hello, Albert. <laughs> Mark, hold on. I'm going to merge you guys uh, together. I'm sure you guys are already merged uh, in real life, but now I'm going to merge you guys together in digital life. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I, I know it was a real stretch. You know, I had Cindy on and... Um, you know, we were thinking about the show because I, I needed a co-host because uh, David was unable to, to do anything today. So uh, I was okay. Like, yeah, so I was like, well, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, who do we get? And she's like, how about Mark? I'm like, you know what? Yes. <laughs> I, I hear you're you're, <laughs> you're you're playing right now. You're, you're strumming the guitar. I am indeed. Very cool. You have. I, I I almost I'm almost always strumming a guitar. Yeah, yeah. He's always drumming the guitar, Albert. He always is. Yeah, one time, um, myself, Mark, Cindy, we all went to the the, the Chargers uh, last Monday night game, and uh, we spent the night. And yeah, uh, it was the last. It was the last Monday night at Qualcomm. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I got to I, I got to room with you guys. Well, not room, but like being the same like you know thing. And then I, well, just, I just because you pass just because you passed out in our room doesn't mean you got to stay in the room. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, the devil is in the details, I guess. So passed, you passed out in, in our adjoining room in Shelly's room, right? I was like half between both, I guess. But uh, you know, I woke up and, and Mark's playing guitar, and then Cindy's like, "Oh yeah." That that's what Mark does. He just you know plays has a guitar in his hand all the time and is constantly playing. Well, it's uh, I've been telling all of my fellow guitar geeks and everything like that that if you're not using this time to woodshed, then you're wasting your time. So um, this is this this quarantining is a perfect opportunity for you to to dig deep. You know that I I've been playing. I'm fifty. I'm gonna be fifty nine next week. Um, I have been playing my entire life since I was probably, I don't know, seven or eight years old. And you never, ever master the instrument. There's always something new to learn. So, Yeah, and and what an instrument indeed. I've been really contemplating 
buying a looping pedal. Uh-huh. Wanted to get your thoughts on, on the whole looping um, uh, ideology and, and if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, loop, loopers are a great practice tool. I own one. I've never used a looper live um, uh, because I always surround myself with other musicians, so there's no need for a loop. Um, but for solo artists, I can see how it's a useful tool. But it, it when I listen to somebody who's just playing every song over a loop, it gets very, very boring very fast. Why so. is that? Just because it's, it's so repetitive and you really can't do much in between? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a jazz musician. Um, it, it, a, a song that travels through four or five different keys in the course of a song, you can't loop. I mean, you could if you had a long enough loop, you know, but uh, um, uh, it's just, you know, usually it's, it's you know, you do a 12-bar blues or something like that on a loop and, or you do a you know a, a, a simple one four five change or something like that, and uh, and and set it so you can solo over the top of yourself. Um, now that being said, uh, in this in this quarantine time, I've spent a lot of time with uh, with uh, my digital audio workstation and recording multiple tracks live and everything like that. So so who who am I to judge? <laughs> right. We all need something to do during this time, and my whole thing with looping has always been. Like, I can shortcut a song. You know, instead of me just, just playing the entire song, I could just record myself from the parts that I want, and then I can kind of be able to sing and play at the same time. Because those two, uh, yeah, you know, well, every, are hard. Every piece of music repeats itself at one point or another. So, yeah. So that's where a loop comes in handy. If, if you can find that part that repeats itself, set it to a loop, now you can you can riff, you can improvise over the top of it. You have been uh, improvising a lot lately. I, I see that um, you are on the Eastman TV. You are interviewing uh, some very prominent musicians. I, I saw the uh, Steely Dan. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I spent a, I spent an afternoon talking with uh, with uh, John Harrington, who has been the longest uh, running guitar player for Steely Dan a week ago Friday. And then just yesterday, what's today? Oh, today's Sunday. Friday. Uh, just two days ago. Yeah. Uh, two days ago, I interviewed Frank Vignola, fantastic jazz guitarist out of New York. Is this something that uh, was approached to you? Or, you know, like, did they say we need somebody to uh, interview these people and you just were like, hey, I, I can do this? Well, I, I mean, without without patting myself on the back too much, I've, I've been with Eastman for 12 years and... They kind of know me as the resident guitar geek, and uh, and um, so I can get real geeky with 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 guys and and speak their language and everything like that. Probably more so than anybody in the company because I I you know cross genres and everything like that. I can speak to bluegrass guys. I can speak to rock guys. I can speak to uh, you know jazz guys, etc. So is it is it fun and I'm, getting? I'm too- I'm taking the dog to the bathroom right now because okay. her dog cannot. Oh wait! Oh wait! She's out just sunning herself on the patio. She doesn't want to pee. It's cool. I mean, this is real life. This is kind of what I like about about the show. People sometimes are are off to do other things. I had a guy that we were interviewing uh, or that had on, and uh, he jumped in the car and, and like had to go like park his car somewhere. And so we were just like in the car with him. So that's kind of uh, like fun. Um, you know, that's cool. different. 
Yeah. Did you were, were you like a backseat driver and say, "Why did you do that? Why did you, why, why don't you floor it? Why, why are you going so slow?" I, I wish I could be a backseat driver, but when I'm in the backseat, I'm just I'm more focusing on the music that's being played or other things like that because uh, I have too much trust. I'm like, well, I'm like they're driving the car, so you know my life is in their hands, so you know whatever happens, happens. I I I'm, I'm I usually volunteer to drive because I like to be in control. Um, you know, on any time oh, of a road surprise, trip or something like that, it's like I'll I'll drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah has Cindy ever driven you? Um. Uh, there might, there may have been a time when I had been drinking a bit too much, and she chose to drive just for our own safety. Um, I've, I've there, driven lots of times. No, I, I thought I was having a heart attack once, and I had what's it, what's it called, babe? Uh, what, uh, uh, per, uh, what, what they, what they diagnosed me with? Oh, remember in the middle of the night. Pleurisy. Yeah, and he insisted on driving. Sent over the stereo two in the morning. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so I drove myself to the hospital and, with pleurisy and thinking I was having a heart attack. So Yeah, but I drove home cuz he'd gotten a couple, of, you know, things of morphine or norco or whatever. Holy cow. <laughs> All of you both. We were at the hospital for 13 hours too. Jeez. Yeah. And and never saw a doctor by the way. Our, our amazing I'm not, I'm not diagnosed. <laughs> wow. 13 hours. Yeah, I had yeah. to wait a week to go to my to go to my uh, regular though. doctor to find out what it was. Yeah, they just kept shoving pills in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a doctor. Well, well it was FTA. Yeah. She didn't know what to do, so she just kept giving him Norco, and then finally I was like, you know, this is just stupid, you know, and I'm the one that has to... Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I, I think I checked myself out. I was like, you know what, this is ridiculous. We went in at 2 o'clock in the morning, and, and we didn't get out till 3 o'clock the next day. Jeez. And uh, yeah, I they, never... And they were I yeah. Well, they thought I never he once on MD. Rib or something, and it just didn't show up on the X-ray. It didn't show up in the scan, but that's what they diagnosed him with. Well, we think you hurt your rib, but it didn't show, so we're not sure. But that's what we think, but maybe not. Like, all right, can we go? So I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but uh, put one of the hospital. Uh, um, <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. Uh, See, we, Mark we will not be was going a there. really. Yeah, Mark thought it was a really good idea to go there, even though there's a hospital uh, maybe two miles from here and another hospital maybe four miles from here. But he thought Pomona Valley because my daughter had the baby there and they were so good. And I was trying to explain to him, that's a maternity ward. It's not the same thing. But, you know, it's quite interesting to sit in the ER in Pomona. You get and I was born there. What could possibly go wrong in 58 years? <laughs> Well, you were born there. Now you can die there, so <laughs> you don't pull. Yeah, yeah, well, it, it, exactly. I think I came close. <laughs> it was bad, but Mark stubborn. Mark, Mark stubborn. Mark had that pain for three days, and I no, I'm not. Get him to go. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is drinks towards by, and what are you guys drinking? I, I know Mark's drinking the cranberry and vodka. Cindy, I'm having a Coors Light. Nice. I'm upstairs. He's downstairs. Oh. There was like an echo in the phone. <laughs> oh wow! Cool. There's a there's a delay between the two of us, so so she has to be in a separate room. Otherwise, we're cross talking. Oh cool! Yeah. All right. Well, um, so I'm, a, from I'm a, upstairs uh, with the cat. <laughs> Albert, I have to ask just from a uh, from a uh, a sound reinforcement geek. How are you recording this? 
Okay. Um, usually I don't like to, um, you know, give away my secrets, but, um, Oh, come on. Let's, let's pull, let's pull back the curtain. <laughs> but, uh, if, if I must ad- admit, I, I've really, um, fallen in love with, um, the, the RCA. Um, it, it's, it's much more, um, it, like, especially for a phone, like t- to get a phone, um, into a mixer, a lot of people will put it mm-hmm. in, in, you know, the quarter inch or the XLR, uh, you know, uh, inputs. But uh, to put it in through an RCA is, is it, you you just get the actual sound of the phone. It's not enhanced or, or anything like that. So uh, I kind of um, really dig that aspect, and uh, that that's how I record. How are, how are you? How are you getting the outs from the phone? Um. Uh, my my phone has a head jack. I got one of the last uh, iPhones with a with a, a jack. Oh, so it's got a stereo out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that was my big thing too. Because I do so many um, interviews and stuff like that with like other bands and stuff that I needed a phone with a headphone jack. And then when they said that they were gonna do away with all that, I was like, oh no! Like, how am I supposed to record? You know, interviews, like, it really got to me. So, um, you know, I just, I have a 6, uh, iPhone 6, uh, S Plus. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to have this phone until it dies on me or, or whatever, because, right. uh, how else am I supposed to? Or until, the, until, until Apple, uh, uh, engineers the operating system to where you have to buy a new one. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. luckily I'm able to run, uh, the, and the way, I, the way I did it too is I'm able to run everything in and then my microphone is actually uh, running through and that's what you guys are listening to. It's, it's not me coming from the, the microphone of the, of the uh, phone. So the phone itself. Yeah, yeah. It took, me a, it took me a while to figure that out. Actually, it took me, it took me until quarantine. So it took me almost ten years to figure out how to do it, because uh, that that was. Some... I've been I've been forced to learn how to do a lot of things in this quarantine, which isn't a bad thing, I... you know. Like I always tell people, no. uh, you know, I'm like, I'm like we we all needed time to figure some stuff out, and this was that time. Yeah. By the way, if your dryer needs repaired, I can do that. <laughs> I wish I had a dryer. I still have to go to the. Uh, <laughs> It's weird. I still have to go to the laundromat to go do my laundry and everything like that. And, you know, like... Just, just tie, your, tie your chonies to the uh, antenna on your car and drive around. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. I'm not really wearing chones, you know. Um, I'm really just wearing workout uh, gear. It's, it's, a free ball, it's a free ball quarantine. <laughs> you know, I, I agree. I, I agree. I haven't, I haven't really wore underwear in a long time, too. Well, hey, hey, we might as well make it the trifecta. I'm not wearing any right now as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, or or bras. Well, I'm neither. I'm wearing a bra either. So. I mean, I I wear a sports bra when we walk, but other than that, I mean, why? It's just why. <laughs> exactly. Like right now, I'm up to like before I was doing laundry every other week, and that was just so I could get out of the house. Now I'm doing laundry every three weeks because I'm I'm not really doing anything. And again, I'm I'm just in workout gear, so uh, you know my loads are still kind of small. But I'm just I just I'm like I got to get out of the house. I got to go do something. 
uh, other than just stay in because I'm in a little room, you know. I, I don't have yeah. the, I don't have a upstairs or downstairs. And when I work out, I work out in my room. I do everything uh, in here, so I just need that little break. Have you getting... have you have you gone jogging or try to jog or walk? I mean, anything like that or no? Okay, so um, Monday, I believe. Uh, I get a, a text from Andrea saying that she's been biking a lot because they opened up the, the bike paths out where she lives. And uh-huh. she's like, you, you should come. And I was like, okay. And I, I was like, I think I can do it on Thursday. So I went Thursday for my first ever uh, bike, bike ride uh, out in kind uh-huh. of the public. And man, those beaches were packed. <laughs> I'm like, oh my yeah, god, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I was like, well, I'm like, I have no choice because I already kind of made the commitment to go do it. And the bike paths were just filled with people. And you know, one of the the, the gifts and curses that I have is I'm extremely analytical. So as I'm as I'm you know biking through these paths, and I'm running into people and stuff like that. I'm thinking, okay, this is probably why they did this. This is a, a, a kind of a, a train simulation, and we'll see within two weeks whether or not people get, uh, you know, the, the, the coronavirus or if there's going to be a spike. And then based on that, I think the other restrictions will either be tightened or lifted. So I was kind of thinking about all that while I was, um, you know, uh, biking through. And plus, I was wearing a bandana because – uh, you, when you bike, you really need as much oxygen coming to you as possible, especially like my bike is not really, I don't know, it's its its not like those high-speed bikes. It's just a normal bike when, when uh, cruising. yeah, just when you're cru- like cruising around town and stuff, it's not really meant to right. for long travel. So, uh, and then, and then Andrea's like, oh, we're going on a 10-mile <laughs> bike ride, and I'm like, this is my first biking experience that you're taking me 10 miles. And so I did it. <laughs> did, you, did you make it? I did. I did. I did. But yeah. yeah, but the thing too was, you know, she was, she's been doing this for a while now. So she knows the paths and she's used to it. So she's just flying on her bike and I'm just at a constant speed. Just, you know, and so she had to wait for me a few times but I never stopped. You know, I always just went at my same speed, and I was learning about the gears on my bike as well and how to use that because I usually just have one gear on, and that's about it. When when we go walking, we're not we're not wearing masks. We just, I mean, there's not we're walking the streets. There's not a lot of people that that we pass. Today we saw more because it's a weekend, but. I'm not. I'm not wearing a mask. I, I just. I can't. I can't breathe and walk. You know, because we're doing two, two and a half to three miles in thirty minutes, and that's a fast walk. Wow, so that I, is I, fast. I have to be. I have to be able to breathe. You know what I mean? I just. I can't. So if and we, if we, we, encounter, if we encounter the street or walk or street, or at least you know, know put put a good ten fifteen feet between us or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, I hear you playing the I mean, guitar. <laughs> yes, are you, I am indeed. Are you ready to serenade everyone? Can you can you hear that? Yeah. Or do I need to yeah, uh, we, take my earbuds no, out? No, we we can hear it. Well, here, let me do this. Hold on. You'll get a more direct signal. Hold All right. On. Let me get. Let me take my. 
Let me take my earbuds out. I'm going to need a shot. <laughs> All right. We can do a shot of. I'm joking. <laughs> for okay. that? Oh, yeah. I have for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you want? You want a song? Yeah. Let's hear, let's hear a song. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Yay. Patsy Klein was like one of the first ever movies that I've watched. I was uh, very uh, young, obviously, and my grandma sat me down in front of a, a TV and she's like, oh, you have to watch this. This is the story of Patsy Klein." I'm like, who's that? She's like, just watch. And so I watched the movie, man, and, and I fell in love with Patsy Klein and that song and uh, that song always brings back memories every time I hear it. So uh, that was a very awesome, uh, nostalgic uh, moment uh, for me. Which, by the way, uh, uh, Willie Nelson wrote that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah. she one of my one of my favorite movies with Patsy Klein or the character with Coal Miner's daughter. Have you seen that one? No, no, no. I mean, it's it's Loretta Lynn's story, but it but she goes in it in depth with her friendship with Patsy Klein. Really, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think Beverly D'Angelo uh, plays Patsy Klein. And then uh, Sissy Spacek. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good movie, Albert. You should watch it. Yeah, I'll look for it on on the uh, streaming services uh, that I have. Uh, do you have 
Do you have Netflix? I do. Have you Have you ever seen Urban Cowboy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that when I was a kid. I saw. Uh, okay, because it's on. It's on right now. I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Yeah, John Travolta, right? Yeah, Deborah Winger. Yeah, now the Winger. Yeah. The yep. Winger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing or not. I don't know if I've made that a thing, but I'm just like, oh. I, I, you know, only only the only in their close circle they use that. <laughs> what else, what else? Or does Kit Winger appear? <laughs> yeah. What, what else are you guys watching on Netflix? I just finished watching the that series Dead to Me. I don't know if you've watched that or not. Okay, we're watching we're, we're that trying, right now. We're, yeah, we're trying to hang. Um, uh, it's it gets a little. Oh. Are you gone? Is everybody there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Got real quiet there for a second. Um, we're trying to hang with it. It's okay. Um, uh, it doesn't have the uh, I gotta watch the next episode type of binge appeal that Ozark did. Right. Did you watch you know, Ozark? But, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, full disclosure, I'm a big uh, Linda Cardinini fan. She plays opposite. Okay. I don't uh, know who that is. She she's the That's the brunette. Judy. Yeah, Judy. It's Judy Mark. Oh, it is. Oh, okay, okay. And she was on Freaks right. and Geeks and uh, this other movie called Grandma's Boys. And uh, anytime I see her, I'm, I what? you know, I'm attracted to her, so I have to watch it. You know, it doesn't help that uh, Christine Applegate's in isn't, there too. Yeah, isn't she? Isn't she like one of the? Doesn't isn't she like one of the writers of of Dead to Me or something like that? I don't think she Christina is. Christina Applegate is the oh, okay. producer. Yeah, so is Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's cool too. Um, Albert, have you watched Ozark? I have, of course. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, Jason Bateman, so man, good. he had such a resurgence. You know, he was like gone yeah. for like twenty years, then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I got Bateman fever. You well, know, then, and then and then to yeah. go from like this really quirky comedy like Arrested Development to Ozark, what a what a juxtaposition. Oh yeah, so Oz- Ozark just, you know what? I, I will admit, season two kind of fell flat a little bit, just because season that's, one. That's where we're. At. Oh, not Ozark. Um, dead to me. Right. No, no, we we finished Ozark. Yeah, yeah, but season yeah, two yeah. Of, of Ozark was, fell a little flat to me, but season three came back with a vengeance. So I agree. You know, I, I struggled a couple episodes because I can't handle violence. It's really weird because I'll have nightmares. It's it, like I could watch, you know, scary movies or whatever, but it's the violence that gives me the nightmare. So a couple, I just it kind of lost me a little bit, but then I, but then it, it got me again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just it was kind so, of stupid where we were like, okay. So they're more concerned about money laundering than all these dead bodies. Than murder. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? We'll let we'll let somebody die up every episode as long as we can catch the money launderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't care, but it but it got us back, and now we're like really excited about. If hopefully there's another season, you know. Oh, there will be uh, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, there is. I just, you know, I just worry because, like, right now, I mean, how nobody's really taping anything. You know what I mean? So yeah, but it's and a, it's and, a, and, and the, go for it, Mark. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, Ruth Langmore. It's like every episode, you just want to cheer her on because it's such a cool character. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. Went and I followed her on on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, man, I really like this chick. Oh, okay. So I followed her on Instagram. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, I got to see what else she's in. I'm like, I, I got to support her. So yeah, she was in Waco. Really did you? Did, did you yeah. watch Waco? No, not yet. Because I literally uh, the other night I just finished uh, Dead to Me. So now I'm ready for a new a new series to watch. Well, so. Waco. Yeah, Waco's like a limited uh, uh, series. It's like I think there's only like five or six episodes, so it's really easy to binge watch. I mean, I remember Waco. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it, yeah of course. Like yeah. Kid, yeah. You know, watching it on TV. And it was like really cool. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a local connection. Um, David Koresh, before he moved to Texas, actually was running his church out of a house in Laverne. No way. Yeah, yeah. that's where he probably got the idea. And he's like, um, he's like, I got to move out of Laverne and go to Waco. Remember the jokes about Waco? The, the, yeah. The, what does Waco stand for? What a cookout. Remember that joke? Uh. <laughs> Do you remember that joke? <laughs> but the, the cool I, thing about the I about the Waco episode. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, babe. No, you go. No, go. No, you go. Oh no, I was I was going to say that that the um the the cool thing about the way they did Waco is they they didn't just take it from the perspective of the ATF or the FBI or anything like that. It, it looks at it from like like all different angles, you know. So. You know, it's a, you know, obviously, you know, it's a, it's a Second Amendment thing. Obviously, it's a it's a you know a First Amendment thing, and 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 that kind of stuff. There was never any proof that any children were ever being abused. You know, that kind of thing. So, all yeah. things that are are, are very um, reminiscent of right now and today with everyone, you know, right. and their right. and stuff. Yeah. After this, after this, and I upload the show, I'm gonna. Uh, go watch that. You, you ready to play another one there, Mark? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get to where you you can hear it better. I gotta put my take my earbuds out. No worries, that's cool. The I've been binge watching. What are you Robert, I've been binge watching um, RuPaul Drag Race. <laughs> really. Why? They, yeah, they have all the episodes on Amazon Prime because I didn't. I didn't watch them. Have you seen them? Have you watched any of that? No, I, I, I haven't. Um, I don't know why. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's, it is amazing. That's that's where you and and, and my taste, I guess, I guess uh, split. You know, I, I know you're into the um, you know the the reality reality stuff. stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm into reality, but just uh, a, f- a like far different reality, I guess. Because like I watch, uh, I feel like it's what we need right now. You know what I mean? Because these people get to go out and do things, and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Was all before the court. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, no, it was. It was. Everyone's saying that 2020 is a wash, and I'm just like, dude, we're not even done with 2020. You guys are already calling it quits. Uh, no, nah, we're good. It'll come back. Yeah, I'm very hopeful, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I always say, you know, like I'd rather get through the bad stuff first because afterwards, all the all the good stuff is gonna, you know, come after. So I'm one of those people. Um, much like in life. I feel, I feel like, yeah. And I feel like, I feel like this election coming up in November is going to be really, really important. And that might, that might just shape on our 2020 to be the best fucking year we ever had. Right. What's crazy I think is, so. is we're all going to be voting, uh, you know, through the mail. 
Well, we always have. Right. I'm not a, a male voter guy. You know, I like to go you in. Know, you know, the thing is, we get, you know, I get, I get my ballot so early. It gives me an opportunity to research. I mean, I might already know who my, you know, presidential person is or whatever. But I get to research the props, and I get to research, you know, the the, the the judges and the and the the city council people because I don't I don't really know. I just get, I'll get flyers in the mail, you know what I mean? But like the local things that are going on and all the propositions and all that stuff, it gives me a chance. Like I will sit down and I will study my ballot and I will study all everything for a couple of days, and I feel like it gives me a more a better opportunity to make a a, a wise decision on who I'm voting for. I think Mellon's voting is the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, I do and too. There has been, there's been and when you go to the booth, so. it's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go this way. You know, I gotta hurry, gotta hurry, gotta hurry. You know what I mean? Mark? Plus, you know, I mean, one of the reasons why I'm a Mellon voter is because for many years, I mean, for my whole life, I've been a bartender and I worked those hours and they weren't going to give me time to go vote. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't get time for that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's cool. And for those of you who fear any uh, ballot fraud with mail-in voting, you're full of shit. There's absolutely no recorded instance of uh, voter uh, voter fraud through mail-in ballots. Well, that's There's good. none. Well, that, I, that's because it worked. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> understand that whole thing. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the whole fear. And, and like today, the, the Texas Supreme Court put a stay that you can't mail-in you, there, there's no mail-in votes unless you're sick. I, I just, I don't, why not? It's good enough for the military. It's good enough for the president. Why isn't it good enough for you? I don't, I don't understand. Like, what's the fear? The only proof of any voter fraud has been a Republican. So I don't understand. Yeah, no. Like, they're trying to point, they're, they're trying to point it out that it's the Democrats. When the only actual proof where there has been actual proof has been with the Republicans. So I don't understand yeah. it. I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> Mark, what were, you, what were you about to say? I don't know. I can't remember. Gotcha. Uh, no, I just, I, I, I agree with what Cindy just said. And, and you said, you know, this could end up being our best year. You know, it depends on how things go in November. You know, not that everything hinges on that. But at least, we, you know, like we were watching, you know, the commencement speeches that Barack Obama made last night. Just like, oh, God, it feels so damn good to hear a a brilliant, eloquent man say things that give you hope and give you give you uh, optimism. And optimism is what perpetuates the species. You know, it it, it moves us forward. I watched that uh, graduation I, I, ceremony, and I had no idea yeah. who like half the people were. They're like, and now here's Bad Rabbit, and I'm like, who yeah. the fuck is Bad Rabbit? Yeah, yeah the band we didn't know either. <laughs> But so like they were playing towards the seniors, and you know the kids know, right. them, but we didn't know those people. I don't know. I want but, to take you know, a Mark poll. and I were talking about. Mark and I were talking about this the other day. You know, I feel like I feel like Trump really missed it on this one because he could have, he really could have made a difference because I mean he would have got up there this whole time. We've all been sitting here going, "What the fuck's going on in the world?" He could have taken that moment. And assured all of us that we're safe. I mean, can you imagine? He could have, he could have broken the divide that we're in. He had a moment and he blew it. And I don't know, like, I feel like the people surrounding him just weren't very intelligent because you had a moment to bridge the divide. Everybody could have been on, 
on board with you, just, I mean, maybe not to vote for you, but just during this time to make people feel a little more secure. And instead, he made it a partisan issue. And it was just, to me, bad move. Bad move. Mark, you ready to play another song? And that, <laughs> oh, I don't know. That was, but that was giving him credit, Albert. Yeah. I was giving him credit there, you know? That wasn't a, that was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm shining right across the street. Night breathing in, see the whisper out of you. Birds singing, the sycamore tree. Dream a little dream of me. Say goodnight, I'm out of there. I had to go downstairs. song one of my favorites too you're just picking them all right so far yeah i'm the human jukebox <laughs> albert have you have you snuck in to see any any of the bar not lately um i've been uh wanting to make that a a, a point because uh i went to work last week um they decided to um well, at the Your time other job? Yeah, yeah, at the base. They decided okay. that, that we were going to open up until uh, we got that uh, stay-at-home order again. So, oh, okay. So the, w- the way that it just impacts is that I know they're opening a lot of stuff, but they still want people to work from home. And so everybody there is working from home. And they're just like, they thought that next week they were going to let people back in. But because of all this, uh, they were just like, well, um you know, we, we can't really open up for four people, you know, so they're like, we're just going to uh, clean um, this part. And, um, you know, they're like, we'll, we'll, we'll see next week or or then they were saying maybe yeah. maybe in June we'll, we'll kind of open up. So we'll, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I worked last week. Uh, so uh, I know okay. that's kind of when everything was going on. And um, right. yeah. that, was, that was weird to be put back on a, a kind of a work schedule. Uh, again, and I didn't want to go back. I was like, man, I was like, I gotta wake up at what time? <laughs> you know, I gotta wake up to an alarm <laughs> again. This is crazy. So, that, I, I've still been waking. I've still been waking up really early, man, every day. But I'm, I'm working. But, but home, you, so. you're working every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think when everything and is most of- is finally like come to like pass, and everybody starts to go to work, I think there should be a mandatory like two, three-week grace period for people just to get back into the rhythm of, of actually going back to work. So, 
<laughs> so what you're, what you're asking for is leniency for being 20 minutes late to work? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm usually an hour late, but... <laughs> and a nap, right? Yeah. Yeah, because, dude, I was getting home, and I was, like, exhausted. I was like, man, I was, I was like, who knew that, uh, you know, going out and, and working actually... Uh, and to be fair, like I was doing a lot of cleaning, but like when you know when you deep clean, you really gotta like move shit and and, and stuff like right, that. Right. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I, was, I was coming home super exhausted, and uh, it was it was weird because like during this whole time, you know, I've been calling people uh, or just getting in touch with people, writing emails and stuff like that, and then um, you know, I've never felt more isolated than when I was working because. I was just coming home, not really talking, calling anybody, and just going to bed. Yeah. So what you're saying is now you're more of a social butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you I am, you know. Stuck from home. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went, we went into the, we went over and listed it on them Friday. And? I went in. Oh, that's just beautiful. beautiful. It's, be- it's absolutely beautiful. I'm so excited. I don't. I don't want to talk about it for you know. I want right. viewers to be surprised. Yeah, no, no spoilers. It's, it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. I mean, it's not. It's not done by any means. And you know that having this, you know, pandemic going on has given Greg an an opportunity to change more things than he was going to. Oh, really? Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's really cool. He put it. He, he put a stripper pole. Yeah, the stripper pole. Finally. Oh, Mark, you just do that. The stripper pole, yeah. Ah, shit. The, I, oh, and, yeah, that's right. I just said no spoilers, right? <laughs> and then the, the stripper pole for the little people, too. That one's amazing. Well, that they put that in for you because they know how much you love uh, little people. So. Well, yeah. Midget, midget, midget strippers. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, that was so PC incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to go Monday. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give yeah. give um, Greg a little uh, call, and I'll be like, "Hey, I'm just gonna stop on over. I I promise not to take any photos or anything like that. Well, I might take some, but I won't share." Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I I called him. I asked if he was gonna be there, and he wasn't. But he's, "I'll just go in." I go, "Cool, yay!" They weren't they weren't working Friday, so. Right. How did it feel to be back in? When was the last time you were in the cove? Other than that, that day. You. Oh, what, was we last, were there, yeah, what was the last date you two, were? Two weeks ago. Well, no, two weeks ago we walked in because Kelby bought a guitar. So we so we met Kelby at the bar and because um, he bought an Eastman from Mark. Nice. And so we were we went to the bar for that, and that was the first time I'd been there. My my last scheduled work day was March eleventh, and my next day back was St. Patrick's Day, and they closed the day before. Right. Wow. So I had I hadn't been there since March eleventh. How did it feel to be inside? Different, different. Yeah, it's uh, just well, Amanda. I mean, to be there and to see the way it was going, and it just the bar just looks huge. And I'm like, is this my bar? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip. I mean, it's it's just so really different, and I'm just so excited to be a part of it. You know, right, right. Well, man, it's no. really cool. You know, because the customers have missed us being open, but now. To have this too, it's it's, it's really to, to you know, when they do yeah. open, yeah, it's going to be real cool. It's going to be different though. I don't I don't know how they're going to do it, but you know, I, I don't know. You know, I I've been trying to convince Greg 
that he needs to do a, a soft like test day where like the bartenders and like me and um, you know just some a few people just go and we test out like everything you know like how would it be and a couple couple of, couple of midget strippers yeah yeah you know but just like <laughs> but like how would it be because like right now I know the order for restaurants is one fourth the capacity or it's one half of the capacity however because the cove is so small i believe it's going to be like one fourth the capacity so well i think well and it's going to be interesting because you know the moment i mean if, if you've watched on the news like the moment wisconsin you know they they sued and got everything open it was no guidelines and the, the bars were just packed i mean we're, we're going to have to be, the moment a bar is open, people are like, oh my God, the bar is open, I'm going to go to the bar, you know what I mean? And we're not, we can't do that. So uh, I, they're going to have to have like somebody at the door and I mean, are we going to tempt people because everywhere you go, they're being temperatured and I don't know. I mean, Kathy Meadows had a kind of a cool idea, I thought was you make reservations. Yes, that, that was so, my idea too, yeah. You know, for two hours, I can have 15 people in here. You know what I mean? And then after two hours, they have to leave, and then another 15 people can come in. You know what I mean? Exactly. So everybody gets there. And then, yeah. And then, I mean, there is, there is poor, you know, even even if they put, like, plexiglass around the bar to protect the bartender, but still have an opening, like, at the bank, because they do have that plexiglass that just, you know, it's not permanent. Right, right. I wonder what's going to happen to all this. You don't plexiglass though afterwards uh-huh. you know like that that stuff does not you know deteriorate you know so i'm just kind of like man there's plexiglass everywhere and granted right now is the perfect I time w- to invest in plexiglass but plexiglass but afterwards it's just <laughs> i would like, i would imagine well, save it what happens if it happens again at least we got it i mean i don't know do you do you think that once we open that we're gonna have to close again um, not if we do it the right way. Again, like I not if we do it right. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think I, I feel I feel like our governor's doing it right. I feel like he's looking at the other states and waiting. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like he's like, all right, let's go see what because forty eight other states right now are, you know, they're freaking open and you know some are doing it twenty five percent. Some are just free for all. Like Wisconsin and Texas are just free for all. And like I said, Texas got. 1,800 more cases yesterday. So it's going to be interesting to see because really what we're doing is we're watching to see if the hospitals can handle the, right. the inflexation of all these people coming in. So we'll see, you know. And I think that our governor is kind of keeping an eye on it to figure out what's going to be the best way for us. And I think if we follow the guidelines and don't be stupid, we can open quicker you know, but it, when people at, like the whole beach thing, you know, they opened the beach and all of a sudden there were 40 freaking thousand people at the beach one day. So he, he turned around and closed it. You know, if we do things the right way, we can get it done faster. It just takes time. You know? And, and uh, in a world where uh, impatience is being rewarded, yeah. you know, we all have to take a step back and uh, really yeah. learn to be patient. Yeah. 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 Well, and, I mean, and, and we when you to, when we you, need to think about other people besides ourselves, you know, I mean, and, that, yeah. and that's the biggest thing, you know, you you got you can't just be like, well, it's, it's you can't force me to wear a mask, but but you should wear the mask because we're trying to protect other people. It's not just about you, you know what I mean? Right. 
it's crazy. You know, people are people are saying, "Oh, you're violating my freedom," but but it, just, it, are you really fighting for freedom if you're getting if you're fighting for the freedom to be irresponsible? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> you're, you're, what what is it they say? You're you have the right to swing your arms around, but your right ends the moment it hits my face. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wow. What a day. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. You know what I mean? That's that's all I know. It's just gonna be interesting. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are, are, are swinging that um that phrase around the new normal. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a little uncomfortable with that phrase because I, I, I don't want that to be new or normal. I just want it to be that time, that place. You know, like okay, yeah, for that I, I time think, we had to do that, and that was it. You know, now yeah. we're now we're. I, I think you're right. Yeah, I agree, with you, Robert. I, I think, but I think for the time being, it's just what we're going to have to do. I mean, are you are you? If they were to come out with a vaccine, would you get it? Um, I, I think I have no choice uh, for where I work. Um, I'm I'm, uh, I'm probably going to yeah, have to get where it. You work. Yeah. And it's, do you do you feel like that's a that's an infringement on your right, or do you have a problem with that? Well, you know, I was talking to the to uh, somebody the other day, and um, the vaccine reminds me of the time of nine eleven because that's when anthrax was super abundant, and um, you know they had to give us the anthrax vaccine. And there oh, because were, you were in the military. Yeah, and there were a lot of Marines that were like, I feel uncomfortable with this. And what was kind of cool, though, was was they're like, all right, if you're not going to do it, we're, we're sending you to the brig. So they had, you know, the, 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 the bus there. You know what I mean? They're like, here's the bus. Go to the brig. We're not going to, we're not going to, you know, handcuff you or anything, but. You know, there, there's the bus and go, you're, once you're on that bus, you're going to the brig and you're going to be locked up for a while. And so I had like two people in wow. my unit to just do it. And my thinking was, I was like, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, and I don't know if this is, uh, this was, uh, me being hopeful or not, but I was just like, well, I don't think the government would do anything to kind of like, you know, mess with the troops because if, you know, if they did, then they would have no troops. You know, this, of course, was the time yeah. when they no drones or anything yeah. like that. So I was kind of like, well, they need us. Right. So, you know, what's yeah? Right? You would you would think that you would think the Marine Corps would be considered an essential service. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I took it, and so uh, you know, I, I think I came out fine. And you know, it's been what like maybe twenty years since that happened, and. You know, luckily, no lawsuits have been filed, and uh, you know, I consider myself. Yeah, it's so really interesting. Normal. I didn't even know they had that, Albert. This, I didn't even know that. Like, you, I didn't even know they had it. I didn't know. What do you mean they had what? I didn't know they had a vaccine for anthrax. Yeah, you don't remember that? That was like a huge, big thing. I guess maybe it was just no big for us because you know, I, like, I, I, was, I wonder if it was just in the military. Did you? Did you remember that, Mark? Uh, I really don't. I don't remember that offered to us. I, I don't. I don't remember that at all. So I feel like it, it might have just been like a military thing because you guys, you know, were front line and all that other stuff because I, I don't recall that ever being offered to us. Yeah, so... So that's really cool. That's interesting. Yeah. But but then I'll watch a movie like uh, I Am Legend. Have you seen that movie? 
No. Okay. No. So what that movie is about, it's Will Smith, right? And what ends up happening is they find a, a, a vaccine for cancer, I believe. And so everybody that gets inoculated, <laughs> they turn into like vampires or something like that. And so like I watch something like that and I'm like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, could this possibly happen? Oh yeah. But I mean, if you could be a vampire, wouldn't you always choose to be a vampire? How uh, cool is that? <laughs> but, you, but you're thinking about the romantic vampires. You know what I mean? You're thinking of, uh, you know, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. You're, you're, these vampires were not <laughs> Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. No, this was pretty good-looking, good sexy vampires. Yeah. But guess what? There's some really ugly vampires out there. It turns out there's a lot more ugly vampires than sexy vampires. Okay, so uh, yeah. <laughs> you might want to look, uh, look to have to look into that. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, I'll probably get the vaccine uh, just, again, uh, just because I, I, my situation of where I work and stuff like that. And uh, my, my only. Do you get a Do you get a, do you get a flu vaccine? Every yeah. Podcast? Yeah. Everybody can get a flu yeah, vaccine. Yeah. Well, then why why wouldn't you get a COVID-19 vaccine? A lot of people yeah. are, are um, afraid of being because um, they're saying that this vaccine. One of the conspiracies is is that one of the that the vaccine can now uh, trace you, and which is not true, not true, absolutely right. not true. Right, and but my, well, my get, guess my, what? Guess what? We all carry fucking cell phones. I, that's exactly. What they're already are. they're already tracking yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. That was yeah. that that was my my thing too. I was like, dude, they're already tracking us. Like they know so much about us already. Like. Like who? Like if they just throw that in there, I'm like, uh, whatever, you know. Um, I don't know, but uh, I know a lot of people think that it's it's uh, you know it's it's stripping them of their uh, freedoms and stuff like that with that too. So I could see both points, but at the same time, what what are we doing, uh, you know, for humanity? At the same time, uh, it's. I know, like the world that we live in is 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 forever changed, but just because it's forever changed doesn't mean that we can't be uh, happier and and make the most of things. This is just a uh, one of those weird things that we have to go through, you know. Just like nine eleven, we all went through nine eleven, and that was an interesting time for all of us. And this is an interesting time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I just I think it's probably going to come down to if they do get the vaccine, it's going to be okay. Well, if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, then you can't, you know, do certain things, go certain places. You know what I mean? You can't leave the country for sure. <laughs> you know. Well, well, but I mean, also, though, I mean, there are people that can't be vaccinated for certain things because they're allergic or their immune systems or whatever. But that's why we vaccinate ourselves to protect to protect those people. You know? Yeah. I mean, nobody gets polio anymore not in our country you know did she fall so i mean it's just a smart thing to do yeah i just i I do it i just want to know how they're gonna do it like (laughs) you know like like are they gonna pull up like a a truck and then just like like a doctor is gonna come out and then we're all just gonna line up or what happened oh man someone step on her no she fell off the bed oh wow She's okay. She's just a puppy. Okay. Is this a brand new puppy? Did you just get this puppy? Oh, no. It's my no. son. My son just got it. Oh, okay. My son. And he just walked in. He oh, just okay. walked in with the puppy. 
<laughs> she's okay. She's just a crybaby. You know how puppies are. <laughs> I don't. I, you know, I, I have a fish. You know, that's that's the yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the most uh, fun I have. But it's it's fish don't whine. They they don't. You can you can leave them for a day and they're gonna be fine. You know, <laughs> the yeah, I could try to pet the fish, but I won't just because I know my own uh, body and uh, my own uh, viruses and bacteria that I carry uh, would be probably harmful to that fish. So that's why I don't do a lot of like touching with it or anything like that. I look at it a lot. That's fun. And it's the same. It's the same logic that that would cause you to get the vaccine should they uh create one yeah 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 and i'm gonna have my fish vaccinated too i'm like you know what i just want to be safe on this just go ahead and vaccinate uh logan and uh what's the, what's the name of your new fish logan, logan? yeah okay. yeah his colors are, are uh very reminiscent of uh the x-men colors so i'm like oh logan you know and and then too like logan uh gives me that thought that he's not going to die like like all the rest of them you know <laughs> so I'm just I like, saw that I saw the video of him that you had on Instagram he's really pretty Oh yeah he's really pretty Yeah I just got him a little uh, Yeah I I just got him a little friend too I got him this little uh small little uh uh fish that what they do is they just eat like all the leftover food on the bottom so I've been really uh, Okay you know and uh they're getting along Cosmos yeah, no, I forgot what the name of this fish is called. I should I should have said, but this guy, I was telling the guy, I'm like, I'm like, look, this fish, I'm like, my fish, Logan, cannot be around a lot of fish, so, I, you know, like he might kill this fish, and I feel really bad if I buy this fish and he kills him because I don't want to bring that upon no fish. I don't want to, you know, have that on on me. And the guy looked at me weird, like so it's a fish and he dies, but I was just like, no, like I want to make sure that like they get along. So I put them in, and uh, the, the first day they were just getting to know each other, and that was really interesting. They were flying around and stuff like that, and uh, now now they seem fine. So I named that fish Jean Grey. Uh, that's another just X-Men reference uh, in my okay. tank. So, and then I have like a little shrimp uh, like fish that is another uh, bottom feeder that I named Nightcrawler. And then I bought this huge, big um, snail. And th- this was like the biggest snail I had ever seen, as far as for a tank. And so I, I named him Juggernaut, but he died the next day. And uh, uh, I don't know if that Well, clearly was... he wasn't a Juggernaut. <laughs> clearly, right? I didn't know whether to chalk <laughs> it up to, like, COVID. I'm like, maybe he got COVID. or uh, got COVID. <laughs> or, or it he was got just... Corona. Yeah, yeah. So then I got another another smaller little little snail. Yeah. Because everyone was like, why are you getting snails? And I had to explain to them about the algae buildup that happens in your tank. And that I could either clean it, clean the tank myself, or I could get, you know, a snail that will eat all the algae and clean it for me. So I thought that was a much easier uh, way of cleaning the tank, you know, trying to make it all uh, uh, symbiotic, as they say. He's a good-looking fish. Yeah. You got him. And I saw... Oh, the new plants. He likes the new plants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really a, a cool experience, too, and just learning about aquatic plants. And and uh, my first plants that I had, I, I did it all wrong. I, I really didn't understand. I was like, it's a plant. You plant it. And that's not the way it works with uh, aquatic um, plants. 
So uh, this this next round of plants that I that I did is looking pretty good too. So um, you know I'm happy I'm I'm happy that I'm creating a a nice environment for my fish. Uh, I have a bigger tank, yeah. but I just don't have anywhere to put it because I want to move them into a bigger tank, wow. but um, I just have nowhere to move move him so or to put that tank because it's literally like super big. It was Greg's uh, tortoise tank that he had and he gave to me. And I, oh, okay. And I was thinking it was going to be like a this like regular tank, but dude, this thing is humongous, and I'm just like, oh, I don't have any room to put it, um, you know, or to put it up or anything like that. But I figure if once I move out, you know, because that's my next plan. Obviously, my my plans are a little bit on hold, but I wanted to get like a regular apartment for myself. Yeah. And I was like, once I do that, then I'll you know I'll I'll move them into that tank, or maybe I'll just have two fish. You know, for each tank, yeah. and do something like that. But fish are calming, and and uh, my <laughs> my tank also has this um, filter in it, and it just like cycles out the water, and it's very calming. You know, so I, I have a kind of like a little bit of a babbling brook thing happening uh, in there. So it's, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. relaxing. I mean, granted, that's like cool. you know, I can't play catch or 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 go hunting with my fish, but you know, I mean, th- that's the price you pay for. For having something uh, in an aquarium rather than uh, out and about. Right, right. But it's so cool. My girlfriend has the biggest angel angel fish I've ever seen. I didn't know they got that big, but she had a and she has a big tank. So this angel fish is huge. Wow! I've never seen one that big. Have you, Mark? No, it's a big fish. <laughs> it's really big. It's it's huge. And when she talks to them, they come, you know what I mean? Like, like she'll just sit and talk with the fish, and they come, like, right up to her and stuff. I was like, wow, what a trick. It fetches, too, by the way, Albert. It fetches? fetches. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You- yeah. <laughs> and she had a big old snail that had a ton of babies, and she, I guess she didn't know her snail was pregnant, and, the, and he ate the baby. Oh, no. The fish ate the baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you like that cargo, you know? It's a refined <laughs> fish. <laughs> refined. Very refined. <laughs> well, that's why your fish is fat. You ate all the snails. Yeah. That's why it grew. Clearly. <laughs> Good trip. Yeah. All right, Mark. You you ready to play one more last song before we go? Oh, I, I had already taken my guitar off. Okay. Uh, no worries. <laughs> No, I'm. I'm. I'll. I'll, uh, I'll gear back up here. Just one last, one last one, right before we go. Thanks so much, huh? uh, Cindy, for uh, fine, coming in and uh, being a, a spectacular co-host as always, and catching up with us. Uh, very cool. Thank you so well, much. Thank you for having me. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta reach out to all the bartenders again and and just see what they're up to uh, since we last spoke. I want to say it's been a month since we last spoke. So. Uh, yeah, just to go. yeah. How's hey? How's Ramon doing? You you see Ramon? I run into Ramon every now and then. It's funny. Everybody thinks that like you know, like I like me and Marco and 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 Yachty and everybody like that. That we all just you know run into each other all the time. But, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's no, like it's it couldn't be further from the truth. And um, right. that's only just because like again, I, I'm I, like when they say. <laughs> Shelter in place, stay at home. I am literally inside. <laughs> you know, I I really don't go out. Uh, I just stay inside and try to keep busy and uh, try to not go out into the world unless I have to. 
Yeah, people just think because your roommates are going to, you know, hang out and be best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. We're, we're cool and everything like that. But again, like, I, right, right. I, I take that whole. No, it's, it's, the same with, it's the same with me and Mark. You know, we avoid each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm downstairs. She's upstairs right now. So. Yeah. That's a relationship. I get it. Very yeah. cool. I, yeah, I, you got to keep them guessing. I have my little four by six corner over here that I just stay in. I would figure you'd be in your garage, your man cave. It's uh, I was until the weather started changing. It started getting hot. But now I've got my little uh, corner. Uh, well, because I, I had to set up like a little faux office mm. here, and which has also returned, uh, uh, turned into like a little recording studio. And, uh, and it's pretty much where I spend 23 out of 24 hours a day. Man. I wouldn't go that far. Well, yeah. You're right. I do have to sleep six hours a day. <laughs> Awesome. Thank cool. you so much. Well, well, yeah. Well, uh, it's time to do uh, one of the last things on the menu, and that is to do um, a cheers. So, um, 
at the end of the show, me and David usually cheers to something. Uh, we each pick something to cheers to, whether it be a person, a thing, or whatever. So um, I'll start it off, and then you guys could just follow, okay? So okay. Uh, I'm going to cheers to musicians. Uh, to you guys during all this, um, w- without music, without uh, some sort of art in our life, uh, I think we would all be a little bit bored, and uh, it's the musicians that make our lives a lot better, especially during this time. So that's who I'm going to cheers to. Uh, Mark, who would, right you like, who would you like to cheers to, or what? I'm just, uh, and by the way, thank you for that because a lot of my, uh, a lot of my friends, my friends in Nashville, my friends on the East Coast, my friend, my local friends, uh, a lot of musicians are really hurting right now because there are no gigs out there. So thank you very much for that. Um, uh, I'm going to say cheers to this opportunity to learn because sometimes life gets in the way and uh, and we don't take the time to learn something new. Um, and this is an opportunity for us to slow down a little bit and learn a new skill. So he's been learning how to sew masks. I've been learning how to do digital recording. Uh, uh, just uh, here's uh, cheers to new learning in this opportunity. Fantastic. And Cindy? Um, I'm going to say cheers to the parents that are, you know, have little ones at home that are trying to teach them, be their teachers, trying to work and trying to just hold it down while all this is going on because they are doing an amazing job. At least I know my daughter is, and I'm assuming that everybody else is just like her. (laughs) I'm sure they are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of uh, Drinks Words Bye. We're out of here. Uh, Until next time, have a drink on us. Cheers. Cheers.